Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week I'm bringing you no nonsense, no BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Hey, hey, it's Andrea, and thank you so much for listening again to the Profitable Practice Podcast. And for the most part today, what I wanted to discuss was one of the one of the bigger excuses, and, and I'm using the term excuse lightly, that women make with regards to advancing their career, advancing their um, entrepreneurship, and of course, it's sort of that, how do I balance my um, my one baby, which is my business, with a physical baby, which for me is my daughter, Aria. And so we're going to talk about the top five ways that you can be a successful mompreneur, if you will, without losing your health so there is ways of finding balance Um, and the number one thing that I always think about whenever we come across people who are incredibly successful I know um, I've talked to even my sister about this and she said oh you know there's a a woman that's in my um, Navy career who's you know just killing it as a woman And, and I always think well if someone is insanely successful in one particular aspect of their life, what is it that they had to sacrifice and what is it that they had to give up in order to achieve that kind of success? Because I'm sure everyone has found this, you know, you're really focused in one particular area and you're doing really, really good in your business and then all of a sudden you're finding that your relationships start to fail. So you're not seeing your friends as much. Um, You're not seeing your spouse as often. You're coming home tired. So then you start focusing, okay, well now I'm going to start to go out with my friends more. I'm going to start making an effort to spend more time with my, I'm going to say husband for my sake. And then all of a sudden your business starts to fail because you're not putting as much time and effort into your business. And, you know, this is a a big struggle of entrepreneurship is, you know, number one, how much are you willing to give up to achieve some of the goals that you want to achieve? So when we're talking about goal setting, if you've come across, you know, the SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, where they're specific and there's an actual measurement of time and um, it's actually, you know, attainable, you it's realistic, and then of course there's a timeline, a time that you're actually going to start this. Um, when we're creating these goals for ourselves, we really have to think about it. So if, if my goal is to become a multi-million dollar figure in the healthcare industry, well, that means I'm going to have to be putting in a ton of hours, a ton of manpower into establishing all the building blocks required for that. So my family's going to have to take a bit of a back seat. My friends are going to have to take a bit of a back seat. So the point of the podcast today is really to try to explain that it is definitely possible to have it all. Just understand then that the goals that you're trying to achieve may not be as um, hardy as what you were once going for. At least, you know, keeping age of your family in mind too. I mean, having a newborn, having a toddler, they require a lot more 
of you than if they're off to school or university or what have you. So right now I'm coming from a place of having a one-year-old at home and I certainly don't want to miss one aspect of her life right now because this is where everything is new and exciting and she actually just took her first steps yesterday and my husband and I were home and had I not been playing with her and attended to her and had my husband not been there, we both would have missed that phenomenal milestone stone. And these are the types of things that I won't give up. So I'm not going to become so consumed with my business that, you know, it's all I do. If if I'm not um, at my office, then I'm in my home office and, and I'm not seeing my family and I'm missing feeding my daughter and I'm missing all these milestones. What I will say, though, is I didn't always have a husband. I didn't always have a daughter. And when I graduated from the naturopathic college, it was 2011. I was single. It was just me. And I just got, you know, shit done. I really wanted to. I had that mindset of, you know, when I wake up, the ground shakes beneath me and the devil knows that I'm awake sort of thing. So... I really wanted to have that kind of like while I have the time, while I am single, while it's just about me, I am going to go, go, go. And I'm going to see as many patients as I possibly can. I'm going to learn as much as I possibly can, go to as many seminars as I possibly can. So that when my family does come, you know, everything's kind of established and I feel that I don't need to work nearly as hard. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're in that phase where you don't have the extra responsibilities of a family and um, a spouse or maybe even just a house, because at the time I was living out of my parents' place when I first graduated from the college. So I didn't have a lot of those extra um, expenses, which now, of course, I do. And let me tell you, being an adult, as great as it seems when you're younger, is not so fun when you start having to actually do a lot of these adult things like pay bills and pay a mortgage and all these things that I kind of wish, you know, looking at how Arya's life is, I really wish I'd taken advantage of being a toddler again and having people cater to me. Basically, I feel like I am her personal assistant and I'm doing a very good job, let me tell you. But anyways, com complete digression there. Um, Oh, I don't even remember where I was going. Anyways, so with regards to where you're at, if you don't have these responsibilities, I really do hope that you take advantage of this time. You know, don't go on vacation because you haven't earned it yet. Go on your vacations later when your business is kind of running itself and you have a bit of extra money in your in your pocket. This whole idea of travel while you're young and travel before the kids come, I think is is kind of an insane way to think about things because you're just going to get yourself further into debt depending on what you did with your schooling. I know a lot of us had to take out loans to pay for school. So for you to feel that you've earned a vacation, I don't necessarily think that that's quite true, especially in the beginning. And I've seen a lot of um, uh, entrepreneurs fail or lose that traction because they they left their practice for a week or a month or, you know, went on a full year mat leave, which let me tell you guys, when Aria was born, I had only set myself up for five weeks of mat leave. And even then, I still went back into the office after two weeks to provide my patients with, you know, supplement pickups. It was around colder flu season, so we did the quick five-minute immune support visits. Um, and that was after two weeks of giving birth to Aria. And then I was back into it um, part-time, but... 
because I had established such a great rapport and because I had established such a great number of active patients, my part-time hours still gave me the same amount of money as my full-time hours did because I just compacted it. So these are the types of things that as women entrepreneurs, you really have to be thinking ahead for and understand that we don't have a lot of the luxuries, quote unquote, now this isn't always the case, that men do because you know, we have to be there for our, our children, especially if you're breastfeeding and, you know, all those things require the woman to be there, not necessarily the man. So without further ado, let's go through again the top five ways to be a sex, <laughs> there we go, the top five, five ways to be a successful mompreneur without losing your health and how you can balance all of your full-time jobs and your health at the same time. And what I mean by that is running a business is a full-time job. Being a mom is a full-time job. Being a wife is a full-time job. So you have to keep this in mind that your health is going to suffer very quickly. And as naturopathic doctors or healthcare practitioners, you know that 70 to 90% of the reason why people are coming to see you in your office is because um, of a stress-related um, reason. So, you know, as I said, when I graduated from the naturopathic college, I knew I wanted to bust my ass and build a practice before my family started. And in that time, so in the, um, I guess it was three years before Aria came, I had established two successful practices. I had created my own brand, the Maxim Movement, and then developed my four-tiered approach to establishing health in my patients. Now, let me tell you that this happened literally in one year. And that year, I think when I launched it was 2013. That was sort of my big transition year. So this did not happen overnight. This was not something that I created as soon as I got out of the college. I knew exactly what I was going to do. This was something that I had just sort of had an epiphany about. And it was like, man, you know, the Maxim last name has to be used somewhere um, in my business because it's just too good to, to use up. So... For me, I really fell into, okay, this is the type of clientele that I want to treat. This is the approach. This is what I'm going to do with every single new patient and created that sort of systematic approach in my practice so that I was able to officially launch my official brand and set myself apart. And, you know, being as driven and motivated a businesswoman as I am um, doing this was just not enough for me. Do like just running a practice was not enough, and I knew I really wanted to reach a much larger audience and and kind of establish my name more on an international level. So I took on the adventure of becoming an author. And in um, what was it? I met my husband July tenth of two thousand thirteen, and it was literally five days later that I had signed up with my publisher, Black Card Books, and got the writing process going. And it was a year later that I officially launched Maximized Health, a new intelligence system for optimal digestion and hormones. 
And while it, I say publisher, it's basically a self-publishing company. So they um, gave you the tools, they gave you the outline, they gave you the timeline, they gave you everything you needed, but I had to sit down and do the writing. And literally for three months, because I had to put the investment up front, and as I said in a previous podcast, you know, often money is a really great motivator for us to get going. And by having that investment already set in stone, I knew, okay, if I'm going to invest this money, I really got to make something happen here. So I sat down and it was, if I wasn't in the practice, I was in front of my laptop writing, writing, writing. And again, the book came easily to me because I figured out early on exactly how I wanted to run my practice. So this became literally like my firstborn child, the book. And it was during this writing and creative process that we became pregnant with Aria. So thank goodness I took action when I did, otherwise I don't think Maximized Health would be anything but a manuscript on my computer and probably only half written. So, um, you know, it, it just goes to show you that when these opportunities arise, you do need to take action on them because it's so important. So now I have this book, I have my two practices, I have my baby, um, and now I have this whole new body and this whole new healthcare regime that I need to start establishing. So the real question was, how do you do all of this at the same time? And the one thing that I always encourage to my patients as I do the people that I sort of mentor through business is I am not expecting perfection from anyone. I'm not expecting, okay, yeah, you've got the motivation. Now I'm expecting you to follow every single timeline and do everything perfectly and not make any mistakes. And, and if your kids want something, you know, you just put them on the back burner. It, it, life just doesn't work that way. And especially when you have an infant, as parents know, your routine dramatically changes. Your goals in life dramatically change. You know, what you had established prior to that infant being born is not going to be the same. Um, and, you know, it took a couple of months for me to really understand where I fit into that. I was still at my practice, as I said, after five weeks. And, um, you know, I was seeing patients part time and then coming home. And I just want you to understand that it was an incredible struggle for me. It was incredibly difficult because I wanted to be that mom for her, but I also didn't want to give up my identity as an entrepreneur. That was something that I, I made a promise to myself very early on that just because I'm now a mom does not mean that I am only a mom, that I, I have to stay home with my child and I have to be there for everything. I really um, went to my family. I had my husband very much involved in feeding her and helping raise her and she would go to my parents place a couple times a week and by giving myself that opportunity to step away and, and get back into the business really for me helped me establish that sense of self it helped me keep myself balanced and this may not be what everybody is kind of working from. This is this just my personal experience. And I would love to hear your experiences where some women are just, you know, built to be moms. That's what they do. And that is a phenomenal thing. I'm not. I'm not built to be a mom. Um, but Aria kind of fell into our lap. And my goodness, I'm so like in awe of her. And I, I can't believe how much she has... Um, brought value to my life, but 
Um, running a business was what I started with and running a business and being a successful entre entrepreneur has always been and will be my, you know, number one goal. So when we're talking about sort of managing the stressors that can come with this, this is really the number one thing that you have to do is you really do have to kind of stick it to stress and make sure that when you need to just take a step back and you need to relax and just spend time with your family, you do that and you don't allow the guilt to creep in that says, oh, well, if I'm spending time with my family, I'm, I'm not doing well by my patients and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. You do have to start letting that go. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I started saying to myself or, or mantra, if you will, and this was back at the naturopathic college was F it, you know, screw it. I, I, you know what? It'll always be there. I've never not, oh, that's an, a, a bad grammar thing. I have yet to not achieve what I've wanted to achieve. Whether it happened a year later, that's fine. It happened a year later, but I had to become comfortable with that when you're balancing um, a family. So always make sure that you're following how your body is coping with the stressors that you're going through and understand that Perfection is just such an awful word for us to be looking for, to be the perfect mom, to be the perfect biz business owner, and understand that it's actually more real for you to be imperfect and to make mistakes and not, you know, take one part of your life and really focus on that and not um, focus on the other part. You know, if you need to sleep 10 hours a day, do that. And I will always be in bed by 10, 10, 30 and wake up around seven. Like I'm always usually getting nine to 10 hours of sleep. And that for me really works. That allows me to go throughout my day without dragging my feet, without feeling awful, without being a hundred percent present. Um, and if you need to have a sweet treat every once in a while to survive your stressors, then do that. Don't be afraid to ask people for help. Don't be afraid to tell people that you're struggling and need a break. And it's really amazing how, how, um, it's really amazing what comes out of the woodwork when you start being honest and you start telling people about your struggles. Um, you know, we had a miscarriage and it was interesting how as soon as I told people, yeah, you know, we miscarried, it, uh, the baby was, uh, I think, we think five and a half to six weeks and then, you know, nature just stepped in and all of a sudden all these people started telling me, oh my goodness, I had a miscarriage or I had multiple miscarriages in between each of my children and people just don't like to talk about the struggles. They don't like to talk about the negativity and that's why, again, this podcast was so important for me to do was to let you guys know that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to feel stressed. It's okay to want to walk away, but it's acknowledging it. That's the most important thing. Um, number two is that any movement is good movement. So we always think, about, oh, it has to be exercise. It has to be going to the gym. It has to be going to a workout class. But quite honestly, we need to start taking the term exercise away and understand that movement or activity is equally as important a term. And that could mean walking to the post office, which is 10 minutes away and back, is a form of activity that if you didn't do that, you may not have done anything that day. Or taking the stairs a couple more times than you would have is a form of activity. Walking, you know, taking your child for a walk for a half an hour around the block is a form of activity. It's not exercise. It's not going to a CrossFit class. 
but it's movement and your body does really need that and I always encourage people to focus on more body weight exercises and not necessarily um, focusing on you know going to a class or getting big heavy weights just by doing simple wall push-ups or squats or holding your child and doing squats with the child for that extra form of resistance is a perfect way to just get the body moving because that's also going to be a huge part of the balance of balancing entrepreneurship and motherhood um, you know use your blender using a uh, a Nutribullet or a Blendtec or a Vitamix doesn't really matter what the name is as long as it can blend up your food is a beautiful way of getting some healthy nutrients into your system and of course as we know the more liquid it is the, the faster it's going to absorb so don't be afraid to make a huge batch something that you can just go into your fridge and reach for and grab those those blended juices or blended vegetables or whatever it is and throw your vitamins into that because so often as women especially we give to everybody else and we always put ourselves last so finding fast easy ways to get that nourishment into your body is so so important um, number four, let others inspire you. So what I like to do is I like to listen to business-related or health-related webinars and kind of put them into action, even if it's just one little gold nugget that I took from the information given, put that into action. And, you know, I'm from what I've learned, I'm really proud with, of what I've built and I'm constantly building and learning from all these people. And these people typically are authorities on their topic that they're discussing. So if they're implementing it into their business, there's no reason why you can't try and implement it into yours. Um, and so by doing this, you're going to just be, again, not recreating the wheel. You're not going to be putting all this extra brain and cell energy into something brand new and novel. You're just implementing what other people have already done and seeing how that works for you and your business. So that is something that really, really helped to save a lot of time and effort for me was just being like, oh, well, I could just get Lead Pages. Lead Pages is an online software that allows me to create landing pages in literally five to 10 minutes. Cool. All these big people are doing it. Like, um, Amy Porterfield and James Wedmore and the digital marketing team and basically any sort of landing page you see is most likely coming from lead pages and if it takes me five minutes to do it well that saves me hours and hours of agony trying to do it from scratch from a WordPress page yada 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 and then number five and this is really kind of the most important one is motherhood really is a huge motivator um, and after having Aria, especially being a girl, being another female, I was like, you know what? This gives me even more of a reason to meet my goals and to teach Aria that women can be really kick-ass in business and that, you know, this is the legacy that I'm leaving for my family that Aria will have for the rest of her life. She'll have this book that her mom wrote and she can show her friends or her kids, so my grandkids, you know, th these are the websites that I've put together. These are the YouTube videos that I've done. And a lot of the things that you'll see that I've created are tangible, long-standing items. They're not... I don't put a lot of effort into Facebook posting and Twitter posting because it's gone by the end of the day. A lot of the things that I'm doing are things that are going to stick around forever, so long as the internet is around. and 
my kids get to see all of these wonderful things that I've done. So the more action I take, the more I'm hoping my daughter will be inspired to not necessarily follow in my footsteps, but take her own path, but see, wow, you know what? My mom did this. She was, you know, she had me and she had dad and she had all of our animals and she did all these other wonderful things to make a name for herself. And I really want that to be, you know, that's my main motivator right now is, is to really inspire my family and inspire my kids and hopefully inspire you guys to do the same. So, and always remember, the, the final thing is, is you're basically as good as your health is. So if you are unhealthy, everyone around you is going to start to suffer um, and you're going to miss out on a lot of things. So please take these top five items of, of advice to, to, um, to heart and start to implement them into your world. So I'll review them very, very quickly understand and kind of stick it to stress. Number two, any movement is good movement. Number three, use your blender and blend up those nutrients to get them inside you. Number four, let other people inspire you to take action. And number five, use motherhood or parenthood as a motivator to be kick ass in your business. Um, if you do have any questions for me, please um, leave them on my Facebook page, The Maxim Movement. Definitely um, visit me on my website, maximizedbusiness.ca. Um, always, always subscribe to my podcast and leave reviews and definitely tell other people to do the same. And if you do have a topic that you'd like me to cover, I'd also like to hear from you because my podcast is really only as good as what you get out of it. So this is Andrea from the Profitable Practice Podcast, and have a great afternoon. I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment, and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.